When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. What up, May Bays? How we living? I'm glad you're back. I'm happy to be back. This is, I consider my first episode back, even though we had one last week. Well, a couple days ago. First one back in the new year. Some changes happening, some exciting things that are coming on the horizon of 2023 that I can't wait to share with you so that you can actually physically have a piece of me to take home with you and a bunch of different fun things that are coming down the pipeline. And my new Netflix show will be coming out soon. I don't have the date yet, but I will let you know that as soon as I have the date. Uh, this video of this podcast will now be on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash jesse may peluso it's the fan page if you're a fan if you're a true fan come support i appreciate the support ahead of time i have a bunch of ogs that are in there we're updating everything and making it fun and the podcast videos will go there for now we'll be posting clips on youtube you can always check out my youtube page youtube.com forward slash jesse may peluso i appreciate you guys so much this has been one of the longest relationships i've ever had and one of the most consistent relationships I've ever had has been with you guys here on the Sharp Tongue Podcast, and I literally can't do it without you. So thank you so much for your support and your continued listenership. And if you would like to leave a fun review, tell everybody your favorite part of the podcast, do that on the iTunes app. Leave a little review, rate us, review us. It helps the podcast, and I totally appreciate it ahead of time. This episode is a special episode getting you into the new year. It's how to become more aligned with yourself. I list my top five ways to become more aligned and I will put those in the show notes as well. And I also bitch a little off the top. You know, I got to let you know what irks me. Things are irking me lately. And if you know me, you know, I got cuntopia happening. So with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Sharp Tongue Podcast, how to become more aligned with yourself. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me we're here this is the sharp tongue podcast how are all the maybays doing how are all my maybays are you guys challenging yourselves Eh, fuck that, right? New year, new me. I believe this is the first, well, no, this is the second pod of the new year, but uh, this is the first podcast where it's just me, so it feels like a legitimate step into the new year. I'm applying my lip gloss. 
Because, you know, you got to be cute. We got to keep it cute in this year. You got to step out how you want to be treated. And I want to be treated like the princess that I am. This episode, we're going to get into how to become more aligned with yourself. And that's going to be a little bit further down the episode. Before we get into that, I wanted to do a little a little recap. Uh, I believe we talked about New Year's Eve in Syracuse a little bit. Um, actually, we didn't because I did the show with Gomez. So I wanted to give a special thank you to everyone who came to that show at the Syracuse Funny Bone. We sold out both shows, which is so great to do that in my hometown. It feels amazing to feel that love year after year. You guys come and you sell that show out for me. And it's it makes me feel so grateful, especially because that show was centered around my family so much. And to not have a big, you know, a core of my family, to have a core of my family gone, it feels nice to have you guys there. It feels like my new family. I, I'm just not going to invite you all over to my house. You, you got to understand that. But I, I really do appreciate you guys coming out and showing your support and allowing me to do the Syracuse-centric jokes that I like to do. Each year, you guys laugh, and it, it seems to get better and better. So I'm excited for next for this year. I don't know what we're going to do this year. I, I know it's going to be a New Year's Eve, but I'm also planning on filming something in Syracuse, uh, a Syracuse-centric special. So I don't know how that will all culminate, but I look forward to it. So we had a great time. My girl Clea McNeil was there who just released her special Smam on Amazon. So please buy it. It's like 10 bucks, $9.99. It's not even 10 bucks. You save a penny. And uh, she's been working her ass off and she's so funny and talented. So go check out her special Smam. And um, yeah, shout out to the Funny Bone for housing us. And, and they gave me a really fancy tequila. I was gifted a bottle of Claza Azul which if you're a tequila person, you know is fancy. Oh, it's so fancy. It's like $40 a glass when you order it, if you're lucky, at a, at a restaurant or a bar. It's my favorite tequila. I don't get it because it's expensive. I get it because it's delicious. I do have expensive taste in certain areas. I believe what you put in your body should be quality. And not all quality... Um, is indicative of the price or not the price doesn't you know sort of dictate how good the product is but i will say some things are expensive and they should be because they're worth it and if you're going to put stuff into your body sometimes you got to drop some money you know and we got to keep that standard across the board whatever goes in your body it better be quality this 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 time that's 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 what a new year's resolution for you guys i don't know if you do them I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but before we get into that, I do want to give a special thank you to Jim and Rosemary, who were at the show at Syracuse. They were this delightful couple that sat up front and who were so much fun, who were an older couple. They must have been in their 80s. They were with their entire family. They had been married for 36 years, and they just really enjoyed themselves and it 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 made me feel good because there's this thing that's been happening with my audiences where they're skewing a little bit older and i mean like 70s and 80s and and i don't know if that's because the younger people are bringing their family out i i definitely haven't been known as a family friendly comedian although everything is getting 
is adjusting and my material is adjusting to become more relatable and I'm conscious of that. I spoke about it the last episode of going through this creative shift and it's not even in, it's conscious and subconscious. It's, it's, it's innately within me and, and that sort of has to do with this episode, how to become more aligned with yourself and I'll get into that more. But having this older couple come out and relate to me, it made me feel good. It, it made me feel that what I'm talking about not only is connecting with all types of people, but also that what I'm talking about is relieving and, and bringing joy to people who have lived through so much. And for me, that's special. It's special for me because I don't have my parents around. So it's almost like I live vicariously through making my older demographic laugh. And it makes me feel like my parents are there in some way. I don't know if that's weird or if that makes sense, but that's how it feels when I see old people laughing at me. I'm like, oh, damn. It's kind of like Nance and Joe are still around. So shout out to Jim and Rosemary for being so fun and cute. I do want to do not a segment, but I want to get into some topics that irk me. I've been paying attention to what pisses me off lately. I think because you guys know I'm still in this cuntopia um, portion of my life. Although I feel like I'm exiting the cuntopia a little bit now. It's not as prevalent. It's not as forefront in my being, but there is definitely a cuntopia lingering. And I decided to just pay attention to things that sort of piss me off more. And this has to do with something that happened a few months ago. I think you guys, if you listen regularly, religiously, do you remember that episode I had? I call it an episode. It wasn't really an episode. I just had like a moment. We all have a moment. Let me have a moment. And we got to stop acting like you don't have moments. And, and when other people have moments that it's so shocking. Oh, you've never had a moment? And here's the difference. I'm not saying I'm super famous, but I am somewhat famous. My moments aren't and probably never will be really candid. My moments, I have to be very wise about experiencing because someone may recognize me. It, it, I'm not an A-list celebrity. Uh, I'm, I don't even think I'm on the B-list. I'm on a list. I just don't know which one. And I, I'm conscious of that. And so I don't get to have these moments as freely as, say, just someone who's working accounting. And even then it's dangerous because you could lose your fucking job. I'm, I'm, I'm opting for us to have a place like a moment center where people can go and have moments where there's a brick wall. You can throw coffee cups at where there is like a death metal band. You can get up and be the lead singer of for a few minutes and just scream out your inner rage and vocalize your inner angst where there's a batting cage, where there's, hey, maybe even like a, a shooting range, but we're not going to kill anything alive. Maybe we'll make a few Karens run around in the background and just make it scary. <laughs> I think we need a moment center where we can all just go and lose our shit. I really do. There is the gym, but that's not as fun. A Stairmaster is not nearly as fun as a shooting range. I'm sorry. And I'm not even somebody who's frequented a shooting range. I've only done it once and it scared the hell out of me, but I felt great. I wouldn't actually want to shoot anything that would get hurt, but it felt good shooting at tin things and paper. So that's what I am. I am uh, just sort of 
opting for us is to have a moment center where we can go and lose our shit. So if somebody has some property or a warehouse and wants to go in with me, let me know. And so I had this moment when I was traveling and, you know, there's a two bag minimum when you go on a plane. I get it. I get it. I understand because people fucking ruin it. People ruin everything. People take advantage. You give them an inch, they take a mile. I understand that. I'm not one of those people. I was raised to abide by the rules for the most part. I definitely am also a rule breaker, but not in the vein of, you know, or the sake of somebody else's convenience. I don't want to inconvenience people and I don't want to make someone's job more difficult. So I'm at least conscious of that when I'm having, you know, a moment where I feel like breaking rules. But this I'm referring to when I was traveling and, you know, I, I usually travel with two bags and sometimes I'll put a backpack inside of my roller bag so that I can have my backpack with me in my seat. The roller bag you can't put under your seat. So I do that to make it convenient. And also, you know, it's just a, a better way to travel for me because then I have an extra bag and maybe some room for merch or if I go shopping, you know, if I go to fucking Marshall's, I've got an empty roller suitcase I can fill with gray things that I buy from Marshall's. So I also sometimes carry a small purse. So when I got up to the gate, I had taken my small purse out of my bag because that was going to be what I used in my seat. So I had a small purse on my person, a roller bag and a backpack on that. And when I say small purse, I mean like a clutch, like this big. So if you wanted to get technical, you could say I had three items. And this motherfucker wanted to get technical. I caught him on a day and he caught me on a day. And so I kind of lost my shit. And when I say that, I mean very minimally because I am a very level-headed human being. It's exhausting to be so level-headed. Actually, I don't even have to try. It's the way I am. I process things a lot differently and it takes so much to irk me that when I do get irked, I'm like, oh, we got to remember this one. I got to let the people know. I got to let all the maybes know what irked me. So I did speak about this. I kind of lost my shit and was fumbling around and ended up running into a comedian who knew me and saw the whole thing happen. So I couldn't even like <laughs> have my own moment. Paul Aaliyah had to be there. Not Chris Aaliyah, Paul Aaliyah. No, no relation. Paula Leah was there and saw me lose my shit and, 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 you know, heard the, the attendant or whatever you want to call them, the Delta employee say that he wished he could kick me off the plane. So that's, I had a moment. Okay. And it, and it, there's also something that irks me in that where when you're checking in or when you're getting to the gate, I say I, I put myself on the chopping block for a reason because one of the things I realize that irks me when you travel are people who act like they don't know the 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 gate rules when we're at the gate. There's no more lining. Everyone piles in. No one respects the the caste system that is in place. I didn't put the caste system there. I'm not one who thinks that. It, it's a better approach or a worse approach. All I know is that there's a system that works for when we're getting into our gate. And when people bum rush or when you feel someone's hot breath on your neck and, and, and they haven't even opened the gate, it's like, back up. We're going to the same place. You stepping on my fucking ankle doesn't get you there any faster. So I need some space. I need to not know what you had for breakfast yesterday. 
I need to not know that you were at, eating in an Indian restaurant last night. It's a very distinct aroma. You need to back up. There's something in etiquette where people shouldn't be able to smell you uh, three feet out of your own radius. Well, that's that goes out the window when people are at the gate because they're up in your dick and they're up on your heel and they're up on your back. You might as well climb into, I, I, I might as well just have like a Native American papoose on my back and you should climb into that and I'll consider you one of my items at this point because you're so close to me. Back up. That's something that irks me. It's something that irks me and this is something that um, has always kind of bothered me but I never really realized it. And this is a total deviation from what we're talking about. This has nothing to do with travel, but I have to tell you guys, it's, it's when, when you're intimate with somebody and they lick your ear because the sound that makes, it sounds like crumpling paper in your ear. To me, this is what it sounds like when someone's licking my ear. You like that? Mm, Oh, is that good? How, how is that? Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. it. It bugs me out. It freaks me out. It fucks up my whole audio system. It, you know, that whole ASMR. It, it's a bad reaction. It's a bad reaction. And I, and it, it, I don't know why. Maybe something happened to me back in the day. Hopefully, I mean, not that anybody licked my ear as a baby, but maybe there was some weird, <laughs> some weird suction in the womb. And it freaked me out. Now I have this adverse reaction to when it does happen as an adult. And I, I, you know, how do you say that to someone? Hey, can you not lick my ear? Because it reminds me of being in the womb and it really bothers me. You can't say that without someone thinking something's wrong with you. So you just, you got to grin and bear it, but then it takes you out of the moment. You know, it takes you out of the moment where you're, you're trying to be relaxed and not overthinking. And then here comes... It's a, it's a situation and it bothers me. So I'm putting it out to the universe. So hopefully it changes in life. Not that I'm saying there's anything consistent happening in my life where that may occur, but I I'm putting it out. There's something that bothers me along with people who are stepping on my ankles at the gate check, check yourself and check your tongue, check your tongue in your luggage. So it's not in my ear. When it comes to personal hygiene, who has time to read that long list of ingredients on the back of the bottle? I know I don't, and some of those ingredients I can't even pronounce. If you're like me and care about what goes on your body, then it's time to try native personal care products like I did. Every native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. You know Native for their aluminum-free deodorant. Native keeps their ingredients list bare naked. That's right, with ingredients you understand like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda, which by the way, all natural. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes. 72-hour odor protection. That's a long time. I think that's like three days. Naturally derived ingredients. I love a good naturally derived ingredient. I don't want to be putting trash in my body. And a smooth, residue-free application. No time for residue, ladies. I'm 40 and single. I can't be out in the streets with residue. Native also offers a variety of scents with new and limited edition scents being released all the time. I have to tell you, I am a coconut and vanilla girl. And it just, it smells like, it smells like a woman roaming free in the woods. That's what this smells like to me. I also have lavender and rose. Hold on. Wow. That smells like a first date. 
but like before it all goes bad. It smells like a hopeful first date. And when you use Native, you will smell amazing all day long. Thanks to their long lasting scents. You want to smell spicy or woodsy? Go ahead. Or clean and fresh? They have that as well. Native has a scent option for everyone. Now is the time to make the switch from an antiperspirant to Native. When you visit their site, you can discover all their fresh scents and maybe even try out one of their body washes while you're at it. Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native and get 20% off your first order by going to native.com slash sharp or use promo code sharp, S-H-A-R-P at checkout. That's native, D-E-O dot com slash sharp or use promo code sharp at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's native, D-E-O dot com slash sharp. Um, okay, so let's get into this episode. This is episode 345, how to become more aligned with yourself. Why did I think about this? Well, going into this year, I've looked at areas in my life where I have been out of alignment. Areas in my life where I've been out of alignment. And I truly believe the only way to achieve any sort of lasting success is to have some sort of continuity in all the avenues in your life your love life, your relationship or career, vocation, whatever, what have you, your social life, your health, your connection with yourself and your spirit and religion and nature. All of those things sort of have to be aligned in order for you to continue on this path of self-evolution, of success, of um, abundance. All of these things are major aspects to a healthy life, I think. I am not claiming, I don't think I'm a life coach. I'm not claiming to be one. I'm not trying to be one. I can only speak from my experience. I always say that to you guys. I can only experience and report. And that's what this podcast has become for me is, is a sharing of what I feel is going on in my life and, and me divulging that to you. And hopefully it helps you wherever you are driving in your car or at work or, you know, however you enjoy this podcast. So I really looked into this I took a deep dive, you know, did a little psilocybin. I spend a lot of time alone because that's when I do a lot of my processing. That's when I do a lot of my introspection and look at myself in an honest way. And I think that's the first step to becoming more aligned with yourself is to be honest with yourself and look at yourself honestly. And also be honest about what you want out of life. Not what you think you should want, not what you think you should have based off of social media, your friends, pressure, um, image. We got to tear all that apart. That's not lasting. That's not real. And the more you scroll, the less you're going to roll in your life. The more you scroll, I truly believe, and, and, and it's hard for me to say this because my business is built on you scrolling. Let's be real. But there has to be some sort of balance to it all. And I think the more that we're daydreaming about what our life could or should or would be, the less it's going to become that. So I think in order to become really honest with yourself, you sort of have to sit with yourself. You have to sit with yourself and be honest about what is it that you want. And I did that. And I really thought long and hard. I thought long and hard about how I've been living. And you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I've been on this continual journey of brain health ever since my dad was sick and died from Alzheimer's and my mother being sick and dying from a multitude of issues and insults to her body. I've been on this continuous journey of my own health and, and what that means for me and unpacking the things that are holding me back 
physically, emotionally, spiritually, and, and, you know, um, even from a, um, a health standpoint, I guess, which would be, which would be physically, I've really looked at ways I've been hindering myself and I did sober October and that totally changed how I consume alcohol completely. I, uh, I still enjoy marijuana and still enjoy psilocybin and I still enjoy alcohol a little bit. I just use it differently. I don't allow it to use me. Now I use it in a healthier way, in a much more um, conservative way. So I looked at a lot of what I was doing, what I wasn't doing, and what I really want, and where I was out of alignment. And what I've decided, and how I'm being honest with myself, is the way the places I'm out of alignment are in love. And in relationships. And I've been out of alignment for a very long time. I don't know if I've ever really truly been in alignment with myself when it comes to love because I have been on this journey of healing and really realizing where my triggers come from. And and that takes a long time. You know, that sort of change of that behavior doesn't happen overnight. And I've somehow, not overnight, but seemingly overnight, have become aware to the fact that I want that all to change in a drastic way. I think because in comparison to my career, my career is in alignment with how I want to live my life. And then when I look at the parallel of my love life next to my career, it's completely discombobulated. And so my career won't, even though it's going in a great direction, I need to step up my game in my love department in order for all of it to move forward. So I had to be real honest about myself and with myself about what that means and what that looks like and how I show up in relationships. And it's going to be different for all of you. But you have to ask yourself really honest questions. And it, it doesn't come without resources and help. And you guys have heard me talk endlessly about the book. I have it right here because I read it every morning now. I read a chapter every morning and take notes and, um, well, every morning until the book is done. And I'll probably re- will reread this book for the rest of my life if I need to. Uh, An Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself, Michael A. Singer. I, I recommend it for everybody. I think it's a Bible for your soul. It, it's a great guideline to start the process of understanding how to be honest with yourself. So, you know, for me, I really had to ask myself hard questions about love and how I show up and what I attract and how I want that to change in the new year. And I think the reality is for myself, I never truly prioritized love. I kind of did, but I never really was intentional about it. And you need to be specific about what you want. Remember we talked about that a few episodes back, maybe a couple months back, where you have to be careful about what you ask the universe for. Because if you ask for someone, they're just, it, it, the universe is just going to deliver you someone. If you ask for someone, the universe is just going to deliver you someone. You have to ask for the one. And you even need to be more specific than that. What does the one look like for you? What do you want out of a relationship? Do you want a serious relationship? Do you want to meet your forever person? Do you want to find your soulmate? That's where I've been honest with myself is I want to meet my soulmate. And we all know it's Brad Pitt. He'll find his way to me. But you have to be specific about what you want. That's the way to be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and be specific. There really is something to manifestation. There is something to visualization, which 
is basically what manifestation is. It's a visual visualization of your goals. And I think people get so uh, turned off by the word manifestation because they think it's rooted in like, you know, the occult or woo-woo or witchery or sorcery. And I say the occult because I, I've got the, the book that Sam Tripoli sent me, The Hermetic Philosophy. So it's on the tip of the brain. It's on the top of the dome, but you, you have to be very, very specific and, and manifesting is just visualizing what you want for yourself in the same way. When you visualize and think negative and toxic images and thoughts, you kind of find that that's how your experience is out in the world. So that's why it's so important to be specific with yourself and be honest with yourself about what you want. And I had to get very honest with myself about what I want and I know what I want now and I'm prepared to be fully aware and fully present in that having intention about what you want not just knowing what you want but being intentional about it and what does that mean that means setting up a a, a pattern and in, in routine to help you and that brings me to number two on how to become more aligned with yourself create a healthy routine that falls in alignment with your attempt to become aligned this is what I'm doing for myself as I'm, I'm falling into a routine, a routine. I've always had a pretty great routine. You guys have probably heard me talk about it. I'm pretty regimented in the morning and at night. I get up early. I mean, this morning I was up at 1 a.m. Just bright up and ready to go. But I stayed in bed until 6 because I'm like, I can't. What am I going to do at 1 a.m.? This is too early. This is like when vampires wake up and go hunt. I don't know why the fuck I'm up at 1 a.m., but I was up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I think because this process of alignment is energizing me. It's making me motivated. And the, you know, to to get in to get into gear and to get on a path of alignment, you need to have a healthy routine. So when I wake up in the morning, usually the first thing I do is I'll meditate. Now I have a mantra. It sounds cheesy, but fuck it, who cares? When we say something's cheesy, that's only in reference to what somebody thinks of us. Who gives a fuck? I don't care what you think of me. I really don't. Because at the end of the day, people really aren't bothered, that bothered by you. It's more just your idea of what you think is going on. It's not real. Who gives a fuck if it's cheesy? Is it healthy? Is it going to help you? Are you going to be able to accomplish something easier down the line? Then fuck cheesy. Who cares? Yeah, I'm cheesy. I have a mantra. I'm not going to tell you mine because it's mine and it's just for me and I output enough. But create a mantra for yourself. Create something that when you say it, you can believe it and you repeat it throughout the day. That's the key. You have to repeat this. This is a part of manifestation and manifestation is a part of your routine. So you got to wake up. You got to meditate. You have to manifest with your mantra. Um, I also have a routine with I drink water first thing in the morning, a big thing of lemon water with apple cider vinegar. It helps my gut energizes me. It regulates my blood sugar. I, I'm a, a consistent user of apple cider vinegar. Just a little bit, a little, just a little scotch. Don't need a lot. Then I make a green juice. Girl, your girl's on track. Now the green juice thing I used to do years ago, consistently, almost every day. And you know, we, the health routine evolves and you learn new things and you adjust. And I've always done that, but now I've got my green juice and then I'll make a little food because I find before I have my coffee, if I eat for some reason, it works better. I think I might've heard this from Huberman lab. 
It's one of those podcasts, maybe Dr. Hyman, not what you're thinking, an actual doctor. They talked about drinking coffee on an empty stomach and how that can sort of deregulate your system a little bit. So I tested it out and ate something before drinking coffee and it's helped me. So that's my liquid, my trifecta. If you know me, you know I love a trifecta and my apple cider vinegar water, my green juice and my coffee in the morning with a snack in between all of that. And and then I work on my soul. I have a journal. I read a chapter from the untethered soul. I write a little bit about it. And I also, <laughs> full disclosure, I found this really cool 30, uh, three-month journal. And I believe it was from Instagram. Yeah, I buy shit off of Instagram. I'm a sucker, you know. Don't scroll, but shop. Like, what a hypocrite. But it's called All. It's Mind, Body, and Wealth. And it's this three-month daily journal and really a kind of a routine in, in of itself that can help you align your goals with what you want to achieve in the future and align more so your behavior with your goals so you can achieve them and see the progress. So I do that every morning now and I'm on my third morning. And I think that's what energized me. It's why I woke up at one o'clock in the morning because I was excited to get to it. It feels like work and it feels like work for me, work on myself. You know, I think we get into these fucking routines and we tell ourselves we can't do anything for ourselves. But yes, you can, even if it's just five fucking minutes. And it's amazing what it does for you. It's amazing how it can energize you if you allow it to. So then after that, I do a little bit of interesting reading. That's why I've got my Kaibalon here. Uh, Kaibalon, I believe I'm saying it right. I'm probably saying it wrong. The Hermetic Philosophy book that Sam Tripoli gave me. And then also this book of unusual knowledge. Because if you know me, you know I love weird facts. So that's my little soul and brain routine for the morning. I'll, I'll write all of these in the description, the show description. We're going through about five ways to become more aligned with yourself. And the one we're in right now is creating a healthy routine, which has about five or six steps that I do. So I'll, I'll also include those in the show notes. Number three for becoming more aligned with yourself is socializing with higher functioning adults. It's time to get rid of the dead weight. I don't care if it's your best friend from high school. I don't care if it's your old drinking buddy from when you used to bounce at a club in Vegas. If they represent a behavior or something that no longer aligns with where you want to be or what you're doing in life, you got to fucking cut it loose. This is adulthood, folks. These are growing pains and they're real. And we experience them in different milestones in our lives. You can't hang on to something just because it's comfortable. And let's be honest, a lot of it isn't comfortable. Misery is not fucking comfortable. And you have to get rid of the people, places, and things that represent misery and toxicity to you. And you need to start socializing with higher vibrating people. Sure, it sounds like a very LA thing to say, oh, I'm higher vibrating, but it's fucking true. If everything in the world is energy, and what is energy? Energy is a vibrating source. It's a vibrating uh, energy, literally energy moves. It's, it moves by nature. And so you need to be with people who vibrate higher, who challenge you, who are smarter than you and, and essentially just better people. That's how you become better. And you'll have richer connections and richer relationships. And all of this sort of bleeds into itself. The more you work on yourself, the higher you're going to vibrate and you're going to start to attract these higher functioning people. And I say higher functioning, meaning do they have a morning routine? Are they an expert in their area? Do they have great connections and, and do they have, you know, 
Are they doing things to challenge themselves and have they found their purpose? This life, I say it over and over and it's cheesy, whatever. It is so fucking short. It's, it's, it literally is a flash in the pan. You got to go after it or don't, but don't fucking complain. Don't fucking complain. Hang out with people who challenge you and who you aspire to and, and people who hold you accountable. I love when girls are like, I love her. She's my best friend. She doesn't judge me. That's not a best friend. That's an acquaintance who doesn't give a fuck. Girls always do that. I can't see when girls are like, oh, I love her. She's my best friend. She doesn't judge me. That's not a best friend. That's an acquaintance. And quite honestly, that's a liability. It's a liability for you to not challenge yourself and for you to continually fuck up and not hold yourself accountable. So sure, hang on to that friend who doesn't judge you, but you're not going to grow from that place. She's, she just doesn't judge you, so she doesn't have to grow. And, and believe me, she's judging you, just not to your face. Let's keep it real. That girl is judging you or that guy is judging you. They're just doing it behind your back. You need someone who judges you to your face. And, and my sister is a high-functioning adult. She has amazing friends. And recently going through something, I told her, I was like, I need some tough love in this area. And she started to give it to me. And I respect that. And it challenges me. And I know it's coming from a place of love. So you have to hold yourself accountable to a lot of things, but specifically for the type of people that you allow in your circle. You become the, the five people you hang out with the most, right? I forget who says that, but that's something that we've heard in language. And it's true. So be careful who you're hanging out with. And take a real inventory of those motherfuckers. Are they mooches? I can't stand a mooch. Do they ever pay for lunch? Do they always have an excuse? Do they only show up when they need something? Do they ever just reach out and check in on you? If not, bye. Bye. I don't have time, motherfucker. I'm too magical. I'm too kind. I'm too generous. I'm, I'm too many things for you to be less. And there is an exception when friends are going through situations and they're dealing with strife, trauma, loss, grief, and it changes them. Then you have to step up and then you have to adjust and show up for them in different ways. But that's a whole other conversation. So, so far ways to become more aligned with yourself. We have being honest with yourself about what you want. We have creating a healthy routine with with a whole bunch of what I do in within that Number three, we have socializing with higher functioning adults. And number four, I've already mentioned it. It's kind of built into creating healthy routine, but journaling in of itself, I believe is one of the best things you can do. And I didn't realize this, or maybe I did. And I forgot that my co-host of the Deuce podcast, Mike Tully, father, husband, all around great guy, also journals. And I, I felt really good to hear that a man journals. Maybe that's sexist of me to assume men don't journal. But if you're a man out there who journals, fucking good on you. You're ahead of the game because there's men who don't journal in conversation. They don't communicate. And the fact that you communicate with yourself and write to yourself, I think you're ahead of the game. What do I know? What the fuck do I know? I'm only speaking from my experiences, but journaling, especially before you go to bed at night, I have this journal. It has my name on it and my deepest, darkest secrets are in here. If anything, It's a way for you to compartmentalize negative thoughts, doubts, self-worth issues, and put them onto paper and get them out of your head. And 
on the flip side, it's also a great place to write what you're grateful for. That's a great way to start. Three things that piss you off about the day, three thoughts you've had about yourself, and maybe three things you're grateful for. You'll find you're, you're going to train your brain to think in a from a space of gratitude. And I think journaling has a really amazing ability to allow you to see how you think and to realize you have so much to be grateful for. And that's what it's done for me through so many life-changing events in, in my experience. It's helped me compartmentalize my anxieties, my fears, my hopes, my dreams. And it's made me realize how some things don't serve me and how some things I need to focus more on. And it's a great way to just dump and create some space in your mind for peace and calm. Our, our thoughts are always ruminating and a lot of us are, have these negative self-talk issues and journaling is a great way to sort of put the nail on the coffin on a lot of those thoughts that you have or at least understand where they're coming from. And getting that out of your head before you go to bed at night helps me sleep. That's, that's, that's just me. And let's talk about number five on how to become more aligned with yourself. This is the most important one. This is one that I thought about for myself. They're all things that I do. And this is one that I need to work on more and is a goal of mine for this year. Besides being honest about what I want out of life is to have more fun. We need to have more fucking fun. We don't have enough fun. We're so hard on ourselves and, 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 a lot of people might say, well, Jess, fun is a luxury. It's an entitlement. There's a lot of fun that's free. Fun is a mindset. And last time I checked, you didn't have to pay for a mindset. Although there are a lot of factors, external factors that go into affecting what your mindset is, you still, at the end of the day, have control over that. Fun can be free. Fun is necessary. Fun is what connects you to, to the healthy side of your inner child. You know, I feel like we're dictating, our, our behavior is dictated by two sides of our child, the healthy, innocent one and the one that got damaged and experienced trauma. And those two places inform us and inform our mindset and inform how we step out in the world. And I think if we have more fun as an adult, we can tap into the healthier side of our child, the healthy side of our childhood and the healthy side of our inner child that will always be with us. You see it like old people dancing or, you know, I always think about old people, the old couple at the comedy show, you know, tapping into their inner child and laughing and being playful and whatever that means for you, whatever fun means for you. You know what? I can think of three things that bring me joy, very free experience, hanging out with my friends. It's so fun for me, laughing and, and creating and being silly and dancing. Another thing I can think about roller skating not necessarily free, but if you buy a pair of skates, then it's free forever. Unless you hurt yourself and you get a hospital bill well, it could go south real quick, but just wear some pads. And the third thing that brings me the most joy and I have the most fun doing is horseback riding. I love, and I love animals. I love being around animals. So think about it. And if you think about those things, playing with my friends, roller skating and horsebacking, horseback riding, what is all of that? That's stuff you do as a kid. So you really need to tap into what you used to do as a child before you had to adult, before adulting got in the way and, and start to incorporate that a little bit into your life just for a couple of minutes. And this doesn't have to be overcomplicated and it doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours. You can compartmentalize or you can um, 
categorize it and create it however you need to, to make it work for you. You can, you know, make it custom however you need to customize it. So let's go right down the list. How to become more aligned with yourself. Be honest about what you want and be honest with yourself. Two, create a healthy routine. Three, socialize with higher vibrating, higher functioning adults. Four, start journaling. And five, have more fun. Have more fucking fun. I hope this podcast is fun for you guys. I have some of my green juice up in my teeth. I hope this brought you some some, um, use and some inspiration. Please feel free to email me. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear how you're doing and suggestions for the podcast, people you you guys want me to interview, topics you want me to cover. I want to give a shout out to a couple of my Patreons. Don't forget to join my fan club. The video of this podcast will be up on the fan club. It's no longer going to be on YouTube. We'll have clips from the podcast on YouTube, but we're moving the entire video over. So if you do enjoy the video, join my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. And I want to give a shout out to a couple of my fans. I want to give a shout out to my girl, um, Ina, I believe it is in, I believe it's a a girl. It might be a guy. Um, There's Darian. Darian is in Reno, Nevada. Shout out to you. I love you so much. We were messaging on my Patreon. I appreciate you. Also a shout out to Ina. She said that, um, that my response to her meant a lot. We're going to discuss what she sent to me about death and grieving in the next grief survival guide episode, because she shared with me something very personal. And I felt honored that she felt safe enough to share that with me. So shout out to Ina and shout out to all my other patrons. I appreciate you guys go check out the Patreon page. If you want to watch the video of the podcast, as well as other stuff is going to be up there a lot of fun content. And I appreciate you guys ahead of time. Thank you for your support and thank you for coming back and don't forget to have fun. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.